you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello football fans. Welcome to NFL Week 15. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program presented as always by our pals at Zaxby's. Home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. I That was my thing. You didn't have to jump in. I had it by myself. I felt like we used to do it Okay, as a you want to do it together? Okay. I thought we Fam- did. Famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. Ha ha. I knew you were going to do that. All right. Either way, welcome to, like I say. Where's the donuts? We only have three weeks left of the regular season. The final four is now set, Matt Money Smith, then the playoffs, and then it's all done again. And for a lot of teams, it's already over with, but they look ahead to the draft and otherwise. I work for one of those teams. Yeah, that's right. But they are still a player. Let's dig in on all of it. First of all, let's say hello to the man whose voice you've already heard. Um, He's seated to my immediate left. He is the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers. Outside the playoff mix, but ready to make hay and maybe derail other teams' playoff bids. Um, Also, one half of the finest radio show in all the land. You want to check it out if you're a Pac-12 football fan because he and his pal Petros Papadakis are making all sorts of interesting commentary on the USC coaching gig and beyond college football, pro football, all the rest. And you watch him on NFL Now every Thursday and Friday. All that being said, here he is. It's Matt Money Smith. What's happening, And for all you uh, Dave Damashek football program enthusiasts, uh, I believe it is January 2nd. January 2nd, yeah. You'll be with me reacting to all the New Year's Uh, Day, the big six New Year's Day games and uh, uh, getting ready for the NFL playoffs. The iconic three PMS, and a half hours. Petros and Money Show to be able to sit in there. We've done it many times. Yeah, Looking I love forward to having you back. Great times, great times, and uh, upcoming we have the Red Challenge flag picks coming your way. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti over there and his uh, little junior mini me. Eddie Angel Hair. They have to audition for the fan over right. here in New York City as Francesca steps aside. Opening still vacant. Um, some big games coming up, like I say, but let's start it off, if uh, if you don't mind, Matt Money Smith, with the fresh takes presented by the aforementioned Zaxby's, home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. And let's figure it out. My fa- One of my favorite activities, and I hate math, is doing the math of, so wait, if this team loses, then they have a head-to-head loss, so that would mean that this team jumps them and would be the five seed, unless they win the division, then the other team falls to a six, or they might just miss. All that kind of talk is fun. I went through it um, two years ago with the Chargers, who you may remember uh, in that infamous Nate Peterman game. Sacked him or intercepted him five times in the first half. So they finished the 2017 season uh, at nine and seven. And the Bills finished the 2017 season at nine and seven. And yet the Bills went to the postseason despite the fact they got thoroughly dominated by the Bulls that year. Because it was a three-way tie because the darn... 
Tennessee Titans finished at 9-7, and seven, and uh, then it goes to conference record, and the Bills had one more AFC conference win than the Chargers, and oh, they went on to play the Jags and nearly upset them before they made their streak into Pittsburgh big win. Yeah, right. To, it is ra- it's wacky how tight it is, the parity that exists, and just the slimmest of margins that will see you either be in the playoffs, advance to another round of the postseason. It, it's odd how it all works out. I wonder if they up. should do it by committee. You know, instead of all that, like, getting down to the fourth level of tiebreaker. Common wonder opponents. wonder if at some point somebody should just say, like, well, come on, we all know. We all know who's better. Let's put that team in. What do you think of this one? Because obviously they wouldn't be able to do that because of the idea that it wasn't on the up and up. But what if you did, this is what I would prefer. As opposed to record in conference, I want to do record in your last five games. Ooh, I like that very much. That's yes. what I would do. Record in your last five games because it means, hey, this is this is that hot team that had injuries early or mm-hmm. somehow figured something out late, made a change at quarterback, and here they are coming. That's what I want. Give me the give me the record in the last five. That is interesting. And by the way, we talked about the uh, the mythical team that gets hot at the right time with Sean O'Hare up. Cleveland Browns legend also had something hmm. to do with a Super Bowl victory with Eli Manning and company in New York. Deep dive on Eli, what the future holds there. Baker Mayfield, Levy and Bell bowling, playoff picture, all that with the uh, earlier podcast from the week. I encourage you, Nate Demand, that you go back and dig that one up for all your breaking news-related items. Uh, this uh, The video camera on the Bengals sideline with the Patriots. We address all of it if you have any questions about what we have seen up to this point. But that's rearview mirror stuff. Money and I are ready to project Out ahead. the windshield. Three more weeks, Money. Let's break it down, and okay. let's start it off with... Two, three teams enter, two teams go to the playoffs, I think is how we'll put it. And let's start with the NFC side. Who are there? Are There is, there are two wild cards for three teams in the NFC side. So let's start there. Well, you're you putting the Seahawks in, right? So this grouping, it looks like we are talking, you're putting the Seahawks in, right? Yeah, because it seems to me that. They're the, in. Yeah. They're but, in. Do you think, I mean, are, I think so. should we make that assumption? Yeah, I say Seahawks are in. We're talking three teams for one spot. Vikings, Bears, Rams for that. And I think we're doing the same thing in the AFC, And I don't right? think the Packers, by the standard you're checking out there, laying out there, I don't think the Packers can play themselves out of anything. They're not locked in, but were they to lose to the Bears they got and Bears, the Minnesota Vikings, up in Minnesota? Right. Um, that seems unlikely, and uh, you know we. I don't, don't remember wanna... who their third is. Someone look up their third. <coughs> what is it? I've forgotten what the Packers' third is. My um, mistake. But yes, let's boil it down to that, and then uh, three weeks from now you can pull it up and laugh at us. Who is it there, Eddie Spaghetti? Vikings, Bears, Lions. Lions. That's Lions. what I mean. So they're so not going to lose in. that one. Yeah, they're so going to win a game to get in. Okay, let's start with the Rams. They go at Cowboys, at Niners, Cardinals. That's uh, that's what awaits right. them. And uh, they currently sit at eight and five. Then you got the Vikings going to Carson, California to play your Chargers. Then they go home with the Pack and then home with the Bears. The Bears are the team that all of a sudden, like the Rams have made their push with Todd Gurley, looking like Todd Gurley again and so on. But Mitchell Trubisky all of a sudden, not so bad. They go at Packers. Then they host the Chiefs. Then they go at the Vikings. Can I jump the gun here before you answer? I think the Bears can't make it. No, they they can't. They got to go to Lambeau and Minnesota in Week Seventeen. Well, I just don't. I I don't think they're getting more than ten wins, and I think the Rams. You know, this is the big one for the Rams this week. I mean, and it's such a stupid thing to say. Of course it is, but the Cowboys. You know, we're waiting. It's like, man, look at that roster. Look at all that talent. And then you kind of then you look at statistics, and it's like. Uh, number one passing offense. Oh, the, the defense is top 10 in every passing category, and they should beat the Rams. You know, they, they should, you know, run the heck out of the ball with Zeke Elliott, right at Aaron Donald, neutralize that pass rush, um, lean on their pass rush, a Lawrence, and fluster Jared Goff, who, by the way, was fantastic against Arizona. Boy, he really was as much what well, Goff again. was, but then, but then again last week. And he was okay weekend. against Seattle. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's back. I'm like, did I miss something? Because he threw two picks in that game. And yeah, I hear Gurley you. Gurley was, was pretty darn good, but it was the defense. I mean, the defense is what won that game. Um, I think that those throws, if I may admire them, um, when, when you start— There were some great not throws. Every, not every quarterback can you roll out the way they consistently rolled out Goff 
on uh, on Sunday night and have him throw, or was it Monday night, throwing uh, throwing those strikes on the move to moving targets? Yeah, Sunday night. Sorry. Um, and I, so I, I I do think for one week or for I guess now he's put together a fortnight. Of, I don't count the Arizona game because you know before that he was terrible yeah. against Baltimore. So then he has a huge breakout against there. I should count it. What am I saying? I mean, obviously you throw for 440 yards and a couple touchdowns. That's a great outing, no question. But like I said, that's why I think this is the week, right? We've seen teams tear apart the the Cowboys. Now, statistically, it's not like the Josh Allen game was fantastic, but he won that game for him, put the team on his back, and won in Buffalo with a great defense behind him. The Rams have the great defense. This is like, to me, the, uh, the nut-cutting time for Jared Goff. This is the game that you have to win, that your defense is going to help you out, but you've got to go out there and win it. And if he does that, then I'm with you. I think... I think that's where you were going, right? That, yeah, that you're think, maybe leaning Rams. I think so because the Vikings could conceivably play themselves out of things, and you know we're not to the red challenge flag picks yet, but we're not picking the Chargers Vikings game. So I'll I'll say it here and now. I think your Chargers knock them off. I think that Phil Rivers has been. It's it's sad to see. His uh, trash talking with uh, Yannick <laughs> Ngakwe, uh, notwithstanding. Because that's what I do. Yeah, I thought it was great. I'm going to yell in your ear because that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yell in my ear like that. Yeah, I can. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then the beat. There's like a half second pause. Because that's what I do. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I was thinking you play quarterback at a pretty high level. Uh, but hey, if that's not what you do and what you do is yell in people's ear, then that's great too. I mean, I, I really think that this defense is legitimate. And it is. I think also that... Anthony Lynn, and, and these are the calculations you kind of have to make as you're trying to figure out who's gonna who's playing for anything. Anthony Lynn is coaching for his job. Is that fair to say? No. No? I don't think so. Um, I think you look at how banged up this team was, um, how poorly Rivers played in that stretch of games when they needed to win all three, you know, the the Chiefs, Raiders, and, uh, and, and Broncos games all in a row. They lost them all. Phillip Rivers threw eight interceptions in those three games. The defense was great. But then, you know, and I think it's also, okay, what, what's the identity of the team? Did they ever lose the identity? Did you ever get the sense that the guys quit? No. I mean, even though Phillip Rivers yeah. is out there throwing four interceptions in a game, three interceptions in a game, defense is still playing hard. They're still in the game up to the very final possession. And I think that speaks highly of a head coach, um, that, that he's safe. Um, that when you lose Derwin James and you see the impact he has on the games as soon as he returns. I mean, my gosh, what a difference well, maker he is. I, you know what? That is specifically what I'm looking at. He's the X factor of this game as he is in so many games when he's out there. Dalvin Cook, is Dalvin Cook rightly going to get off against, uh, against that front and Derwin James trying to, you know, certainly playing a role in, interesting. in slowing him down? And, like, this is what's kind of – And what's... then the Vikings get into a weird spot all of a sudden. Right. They have the, to win the game. The Vikings have to win this game. This is a game, and look, the Jaguars are terrible. Um, I mean, that that team, I was I was dumbfounded at how bad that team looked. Um, Gardner Minshew never threw the ball, I think, more than maybe like one air yard uh, the entire contest. He was under duress the almost the entire game. Um, so this will be a different level of opponent. So I'm not sure how much stock we put sure. into that Chargers win, but I will say the defense has been consistent all year. Um, and what do we always say about Kirk Cousins, right? Well, you got to have big, meaningful games. At primetime, not all that nice. Now, he did show out in a couple primetime games so far this season, but... He's been good, This is but it ba- listen, if you are going to make that kind of loot, whether you think it's fair or not, and it's anecdotal, and it's, uh, it, it, it's limited evidence, he did get the ball in Seattle with a chance to drive them, and he did nothing with it. I know that that's maybe not fair, but... Because he... That's, that's me, the like, standard so of being this? a guy who makes that kind of bang. But I'll take the flip side of that. You're supposed to have the best defense, top, front to back, up front, linebackers, dominant secondary. You are supposed to have that. He gave him the lead. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, hey... True. And that's kind of the thing about the Chargers and the Phillip Rivers thing and, and oh, it's all his fault. It's like, well, let's not forget, he gave them the lead in Oakland. All you got to do is stop them there. Stop them in Oakland on that last drive Mm. that Josh Jacobs scores from the 18. And that's kind of what I'm getting at with the Vikings. Like, hey, if your defense is that good, don't be giving up 38 points. Isn't that what it was? I think they, or whatever they gave up because there was that That late score. But, you know, they they had that late touchdown that that was when the game was no longer in play. But, like, don't give up that many points when your team scores 30. Go win the game. So you say the Vikings need to win this one, but if they lose... Then they're tracking to maybe go one and two down the stretch, but you're still going to put the Bears out over them because the Bears go 
at pack Chiefs in Chicago, and the well, Chiefs are likely playing for that in Week 16. It's highly unlikely the Chiefs. So here's can, where the math gets wonky, right? This they're is still where, going to be presumably trying to catch the Patriots. So do for we that think season. that's so that's uh, so this is where we have to do it in the aggregate, right? So the Rams, if they go ten and six. Right. If they win two of those three, they beat the. You know, we assume they're going to lose at the 49ers. Uh, they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Cardinals. They are now ten and six. The Bears have to win out to go ten and six. The Rams beat them head to head. So if there's a third team that's ten and six now, um, which is entirely possible, if the Vikings go one and two, now I got to start doing that math. Now we got to talk about what's the conference record. Who wins that tiebreaker between these three ten and six teams? Because I'm under the assumption that Seattle's going to finish at least eleven and five, and they're in. Um, that they're, they're good, they're in. So now it comes down to that conference record in a three-way tie, and I don't know what those numbers are. But I assume one of these teams is going to go 11-5. and five. That's why I'm counting the, the Bears out, and I think it's probably the Vikings. Yeah, so okay. So wait, so we're going to say the Bears are... I think so, because the best they Bears can do is 10-6. Okay. and six. Now let's bounce to the AFC so you tell, side. I mean, like, do you think... I think you're right. I, I agree with I you. Think I think the, it's the Bears miss out. Yeah. Yeah, they, they dropped one. But now you got to pick. The so way. the Bears are out, but now you have to pick. That's what I'm saying. The Seahawks are in. They're getting a wild card. So you have to pick between the Rams and the Vikings. Which one of those? Do the Rams go 3-0 and and finish 11-5? and Do the Vikings go 2-1 and and finish 11-5? and uh, how, I think based on the fact that I'm laying out that the Vikings are going to lose in Carson, California, which is my assumption, I'm going to... Go against what I said in the offseason, in the run-up to the season, and I guess the Rams, the Rams are going to sl- sneak in the it's back door. It's going to be awfully interesting. But then the big one for them becomes in Week 16, they still have to play the Niners. The Niners get what is presumably a week off this week at home against the Falcons, but I'll remind you, of course, the last game that you might have circled and said, okay, maybe this one they can put their feet up a little bit. The Cardinals came to town, and they just about knocked them off. Again, human beings are the people are the ones who play this sport, and therefore, when you are the Niners and all you've played are these uh, these massive games that you got to get if to to hold on to one of those buys, you do take your foot off the gas a little bit. But they in need spots the one like this because remember, if they don't get the one, I they know, get the four. But- so you've got to. So they're they're not going to take their foot off the gas just because if you don't win that division, you are now a wild card, and you've got to win three games, not two, and you've got to win them all on the road, which we saw last year with the Chiefs and the Chargers the gap that exists. Chargers got to fly to Baltimore, fly to New England back-to-back weeks with the exact same record. The Chiefs get a bye, host the Colts, host the, the, the Patriots. So here's instead of doing all the math and trying to figure out what the tiebreakers are, let me put it to you this way. Answer me this, Dave Damashek. Of those three teams, uh, if you're the five, you're going to be playing, I think you're going to play the Packers, right? I think that's who you'll, if you're the Packers, which of those three teams do you want to see least well it's funny and the Packers are involved with these teams coming down the stretch here so or if you're the Vikings let's say if you're the Vikings if we'll put the Saints and the Niners in the top two and you are now the three seed and you are facing the number six that wild card spot it's the Rams it's the Bears or it's the Vikings so the five will be so the five I mean the four is going to be the Eagles or Cowboys the four is going to the Eagles or Cowboys are going to play the Seahawks in the first round right that's that's to me is that or the Niners or the Niners right but I think they'll probably play the Seahawks. So I think then that's set. Packers at three. I think you're right. That so the who, Packers if you're are the not... Packers, who do you not want to see? Because you have two division opponents that you always say, like, those are their toughest opponents because they know you best. Then you got this Rams team that's got Aaron Donald, and now all of a sudden maybe they've got some momentum. Do you really want to deal with that? But it's outside. It's at Lambeau. It's in January. The team you do want is the Rams, based I think on so, what we've right? seen. You want Jared Goff I think so. after he crumbled up in uh, Soldier Field. Last December, that's, that's I think the evidence is, is that you want the, the pretty boy California guys coming up there. By the way, I think what does decide it knocks the, the, the Vikings out ultimately is the Rams helping their soon-to-be same-building rival, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers, I'm sorry, the Chargers will knock off the Vikings to put the Rams in. All right. We shall see. That was convoluted. See? That's, uh, that's what happens. I don't, know, I don't know if we answered anything. The now only reason I can navigate is because I've been doing it for three years now. Yeah, right. <laughs> all these tiebreakers. And, the, oh, the I've Chargers been doing it since before there were computers, the kids. I've been sitting at the <laughs> local paper, sitting around at Christmas with my old man and my uncle, trying Common to calculate, opponent. dude, I think we need to get this team to go to... <laughs> But if they lose, dude, they could lose that game in in the last week of the season. We could see Marty Schottenheimer <laughs> dropping that game, and then the Steelers yeah, jump up that. there. 
Um, let's do the AFC okay. side. Three uh, three teams vying for basically two spots there. Really three plus because the Texans could conceivably fall back. They are more or less, you know, there's a path by which they could find themselves out. But if they knock off Tampa, which, which I think isn't as easy, I think. No. I mean, look what just happened to the Colts. They're no, up, what, no 24 in the first half, and then yeah, no Mike no Evans, Mike Evans right. is a bad is a bad absence for the, for the Bucs. Um, I think that, uh, so let's assume they, but they have one game better than the Titans in terms of conference record, and that uh, uh, could be a prominent factor and they both in this. Play, and they play one another twice. Okay, give it to me. It's the Tennessee Titans. It's the Buffalo Bills. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two wild card slots and maybe a division title yeah. uh, for the Titans also in play. Who gets uh, who gets the five and six? Seed? So this is and what I'm excited about. You can say the Texans about. fall back and right. the Titans jump up to the uh, to the four seed. So I um, what I like is the the Texans, the Titans, and the Bills are all in. There's your four, five, six, and you're going like to have that kind of talk. And you're going to have what did you the Texans so... and the Titans play. Three times in four weeks. I like that. It's gonna be unreal. Much, but Three I don't times like the other in thing. four weeks. Those teams. Well, look, I, it's been a great story. The defense has been great, but they got to take on the Bills and the Ravens. Well, here's the thing for the. Here, first of all, so you're. We'll, we'll pick that game, so you don't have to reveal that. But I guess I can pick up what you're laying down about uh, the Sunday night football game in Heinz Field with the Bills coming to Pittsburgh. Um, the Titans, so you're with Derrick Henry, a bum hammy, and that is a that major I, factor. You yes. talk about a Jenga piece. I, I am, I am. Remove him from that equation. I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the medical. I don't okay. know if we, if it come, if look, if it comes Sunday and they got to take on the Texans without Derrick Henry, yeah, I'm taking the Texans. Obviously, he's he is the centerpiece of that team. He is what separates them. I, I mentioned this earlier on power rankings when we were talking about it, so I, I'll mention it again. It reminds me of Stanford upon the arrival of, of Jim Harbaugh with Toby Gerhardt, when hmm. everyone in the Pac-12 was slinging it around, and then all of a sudden, you get to Stanford, and you get credit card alignment, and you get six offensive linemen, and three tight ends, and Toby Gerhardt running it down your throat, and you're like, wait a minute, we can't practice this. We haven't seen this all year. And next thing you know, you look up, and you're down 35 to, to 14, and Toby Gerhardt's got 290 yards and three touchdowns. That's what the Titans are. It's power run. It is a six-foot, 240-pound with freaking seven-foot-wide wingspan. Derrick Henry coming at you, getting five yards after contact. You can't practice it. You're not ready for it. Hmm. And I, I just think it's such a wild card. Um, and, and you have a defense that's now connected. The, the, you know, it wasn't connected earlier in the season. The secondary in the front, and that was something I stole from DJ, and he had mentioned it. But when he mentioned it and I was watching it in that game, you could see it. It's like it's just not – there's something wonky about this defense, and now it's working. Now they are, they are in sync. Um, and I, just, I like that team. I love that team. This is one of the great things as I make a long bit of analysis No, I think longer. you're right, though. Line of scrimmage on both sides yeah, for just, the Titans. It's just, it's one, and this is what we talked about with Mason Rudolph. I said it's that beat slow. He is a beat slow, and that's why he won't be good because you can't afford to do that in the NFL. Mariota's just a beat slow, and you see the difference between that beat slow and that beat quicker with Tannehill and how effective that team is. I could not be, and I might be wildly wrong. They could lose their, their final three. They're a flawed team. But when you walk on the field, it's just the whole win the game when you get off the bus. When you walk on the field and you see the Titans and you see A.J. Brown and you see Corey Davis and you see Derrick Henry and Tannehill is no tiny dude. You're just like, my God, these guys are huge. And, and it does not surprise – that performance by A.J. Brown does not surprise me at all. No, I'm with you completely. That was the undercovered aspect of this team that was ready to go. Look and at it, the size of that guy. We're watching it. If you're watching the show, he is giant. We said it at the draft last spring. He's He looks like Anquan Bolden. He saw, and it was weird that he kind of – that it was owed, I guess, to the DK Metcalf. Right, because um, he was standing next to DK. Phenomenon. Look at that. Combined. Look at the size of that guy running away from a terrible defense, albeit. But my gosh, Corey Davis, by the way, is six foot four. Yep. Uh, yeah. The the pass catchers. Yeah, I, I like the team quite a bit too. But they have clearly the most rugged path left yeah, here. Yeah, Saints. Texans twice, and then the Saints come into Week 16, come into Nashville. So you think? That two and one is what they're going to be out of those last three? Because that's what Look, they need to be. I won't be surprised if they go three and oh. 
Three and zero. I mean, look, you got the Saints down Sheldon Rankins, now down Marcus Davenport. You know, great game against the 49ers, no question, in the Dome. You know, it's not like Nashville is Lambeau, you know, or Buffalo. It's not going to be a sheet of, of ice. But it still gets cold enough. I think it maybe changes the complexion of the game where, let's just say, there is some inclement weather and you got to run it a little bit more than throw it. Now who are you back? And I mean, I love Kamara and love what the Saints are able to do. Michael Thomas, you know, I, I can play name soup here. But I think the idea that you just hand that game to the Saints is presumptuous, and I, I just don't think that's, I don't think it's that easy of a game. No, there. I agree, you know what and, I mean? and we'll get to the pick of the Texans going to Nashville. The, the, the big question that we'll have to answer there is, the big one which for is you, the Texans? The big one the, for you is the Bills. That's the big one. Because I, you got the Patriots. I suppose, I suppose. They're going to they get win to 10. Life. They'll beat the Jets. They'll get to 10. Well, that so would get will them they to get nine. to 11? No, that, that would get them to, right now they sit at 8-5. and five, So Oh, is that right? Yeah, they're 8-5, and five, so if they beat the Jets, oh, right, then they week 17, right. what they're looking for is, ironically, right, the Ravens to be so good to keep on winning that week 17 doesn't matter to them, and it's RG3 or Trace McSorley for Pittsburgh to get into the postseason. Mm. So you're saying, though, it's They're gonna, at 9 the Bills are at nine. Am I wrong? No, the Bills are. Yeah, that's so what I'm, I'm talking sorry. about. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the Bills are at nine. I'm trying to give them that wild card. I'm asking you if you're going to give it to me. Are you going to give me the Bills win one of the wild cards guaranteed with at least ten wins? I think what. Listen, I want the Steelers to get in there. I think it would be a lot of fun as a Steelers fan. I also would love to see the Bills win in Pittsburgh, and then go to Foxborough and beat that team. Oh, and win the division. And I'm not sure how that tiebreaker works out because then they would be split split. head-to-head. It would be division record. I think the Patriots get it. Um, But the... the, Because there are two two of their four losses would then be out of the... Actually, three of their four losses would be out of the division. Have the Bills dropped to the Jets? Or to the Dolphins, though? They have not themselves, right? So I guess it would be conference record. So then you got to go conference. See what I mean? Let's not Spaghetti, do that. Spaghetti, can you figure Let's that out? Let's not do that. We'll move on. Let's move on from this nonsense. But wait, you can't. Thus ends a fresh takes. Did we pick? There was a little sour. Did we pick? Well, I say the Bills. I, I think the Bills. I go Bills, Titans, Texans. You go. I go that the Tex. well, the Texans, the, the thing that they have going for them, if the Titans beat him twice. I think Derrick Henry's hamstring is not a small matter. No, I'm, I'm think, operating under the assumption that he's okay. And it's going to be chilly, as you say. That's not a good recipe for... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the offense, Tannehill's been great. But Just pick three teams. My three for the four, five, and six are the Titans, the Bills, and the Texans. Your three for the four, five, and six are... I'm going to go, I think the Texans get them once. I think they split with them. The big question with the Texans is, which Texans is it? Is it, do, what is going to play out over the next three weeks? The ones that hammered the Patriots two weeks ago? Or, or the one that... Uh, the Drew Locke and the Broncos destroyed. I think that I'm going to ascribe that one to their taking the foot off the gas. We got the Patriots, and then we got to play the Titans. We got a lot of big games here. Thank goodness we get a home game against the Broncos in between there. They took their eye off the ball. That's my, that's my prediction there. Um, I think the Broncos are pretty good. I do. I think they And Drew Locke is, man, that is impressive, watching that arm and what he's able to do. He, somebody has probably submitted this already, but I, I've said it. I said it when we were out there because it was his debut against the Chargers when we were in Denver. Not only does he look like Jay Cutler, but watch the way he takes the snap and he bounces around. He looks like Jay Cutler. Like if you were to put the number six on his back and just watch him bounce around, you would swear. And he's got the giant arm. Now I've heard he doesn't have... He is a much better personality than Cutler, that he is much more like Elway. And they, they, they hold their tongue when they say that in Denver. But in talking to a couple of the people that have been around the team for a long time when I was out there, they just said the way he carries himself, his cocksure attitude, it's not, it's not nasty. It's not demeaning like Cutler's was to some degree to others. It's very reminiscent of Elway. He's swagger. Got that big, That's what you it's, call it. It's Gunslinger swagger, swagger. Exactly. And, and that defense is still good. Kareem Jackson's oh. one of the best safeties in the league. He will bust your mouth when you hit that oh, line wait, of scrimmage. I mean, 2020, I mean, already, the gathering storm. The yeah. Raiders are going to be better in Vegas. Mm. 
Air. Who's, well, who's quarterback in the Raiders in Vegas? I don't know that one yet. Come on. Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, I know Cam who it's Newton. not going to be. Listen. <laughs> I know who it's not going to be. Bill Barnwell of ESPN agrees with Damashek, apparently. He thinks it's going to be the most active QB market in NFL history with starting QB. So, all right. Thus ends... You're not allowed to have that position. An unsatisfying... You, you lost a finger from that position a year ago. Don't so you can't you don't can't <laughs> you can't reestablish that it's your position. That thing's not going to grow back. Exactly. Ever. We took two wait, of them. Oh wait. It's like I'm at a Judas like Priest concert right now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, all right. Thus ends the least satisfying fresh takes. And you never gave us your fresh takes. Still. I just did. I told you the Texans are going to win the division. The Titans will get in. Fine if it makes you happy. So that... then the Bills don't get in? Because the then you can't have the Steelers. In. The Bills are going to get in. So the, the Steelers Bills are out. get. Just say it. Now the Titans. Come on, forget the Titans. Right. Nobody what wants that. The now? Steelers. What are we on to? The Steelers are in as there the sixth seed. That's there what we I go. was getting right. after. Shaq. Now, before we get to the Red Challenge flag picks, a couple small matters here. We haven't done it in a few weeks, and uh, that's time. This is a part, for the record, of the Eddie Spaghetti WFAN audition for New York City to fill Mike Francesa's legendary shoes. Eddie Spaghetti, it's time for a new edition of... The game show called Use Your Noodle! So get together and canoodle. We've got the whole kit and caboodle. And why the questions, they may be futile. It's time for you to use your noodle. All right, guys. So, uh, way to way to carry the enthusiasm. For, uh, for this one, I lost it to you, and that's like that's like here he is, everybody. Bob Barker. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, come on, Eddie. <laughs> Take the baton. That's right, guys. Here it is. All right, guys. Yeah. Are you no, ready for <laughs> today's episode of Use Your Noodle? It's we a great hear, one. We can't hear your jazz It's hands a great audio. one. Well, if you're watching on uh, YouTube. Um, all right. So I, li- I like this one, but I'm afraid that you guys are not for some reason. Get a pen here. Uh, you've not been a fan <laughs> of my great, recent trivia Way to sell it. it. But Why didn't you do one that you would think that we would like then? I, I think this one has potential to be really okay. fun. All right. Go ahead. So this one is... Uh, since the famous 1983 quarterback draft, name every quarterback counting that draft uh, taken in the first round. So, oh my goodness, we're gonna be here for the next. Uh, well, seven I'm giving hours. you enough options here. Do you want to go spaghetti? Uh, you want to go uh, money? Uh, this is gonna yes, be a long. Yes, if we one double here. up, it doesn't count. Just say doubled up. Someone keep track because okay, this ready? is too many names. Set go. Andrew Luck. RG three. Eli Manning. Ben Roethlisberger. Peyton Manning. Phil Rivers. Since 83? Since, yeah, counting that draft. (laughs) This is going to take forever. (laughs) Rick Meyer. This is going to take too long. J.P. Laws. It's going to take too long. Well, I'm hoping one of you guys slip up. Can I just slip up on purpose? (laughs) (laughs) Alex Smith. Brian Tannehill. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jake... Uh, 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 Jake Locker. I'm not going to slip up. <laughs> There's too many. That's the yeah. problem. That's, that's how Mc... you get Yeah, but if I ask up. you a question Donovan about McNabb. enough options, then you... Christian Ponder. Cade McNown. Cam Newton. Dante Culpepper. Baker Mayfield. Achilles Smith. Josh Rosen. Kyler Murray. Sam Darnold. Uh, Mark Sanchez. Lamar Jackson. Matt Leinart. Josh Allen. Um... Yeah, right? It is impossible. Just like, what are we doing? Uh, Did you already do Ryan Tannehill? Oh, I don't know, did we? Yeah, you did. You You did? did. Oh, don't answer that spaghetti. Well, no, I had to because we've already said 40 names. All right, go ahead. Um, Derek, uh, uh, David Carr. Oh. oh. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, Paxton Lynch. Oh. Um... Patrick Mahomes. Michael Vick. Deshaun Watson. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Daniel Jones. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there you go. We don't need help. That's yeah. the one thing we don't need. We exactly. need wrong answers. Oh, you know what? I'm going to throw this out there, and if it's wrong, it'll be over. If it's right, victory is mine. I think it's wrong, but I'm still going there. Jim Drunkenmiller. I think he's top of second. I think he was top of second. I think you're right. No, you're right. San Francisco. First uh, round? Yeah. Bummer. Yeah! How Bummer. about Drunken Miller? <laughs> I'm going to go Johnny Football, speaking of uh, Oh, yeah, there booze. you go. Um, Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm legitimately now at a crossroads, emotionally and otherwise. Mark Sanchez. I was said. I already said it, yeah. All right, buzz me. That's it. That's Good. It. You no, win. because I already said Tannehill. I said we're not going to be able to keep track, but that's fine. All right, that's it. Yeah. Boy, we're not. That we're... was fun, though. I mean, it's it's just, it's just there's so many. I'm sure there's another 50 on there. You yeah. didn't do a good job of I mean, identifying which teams are going to get into the postseason and not. That was a, that was a poor uh, effort by us on Use Your Noodle. Let's try and salvage something before the red. Okay, how about this? Let's picks. do this real quick. Go ahead. This is for the this is for the the title. This is the hey next next one makes a shot wins. We're done with okay. this. Enough with the winning by okay. two. For the uh, review of the panel, submit the worst, the worst first round pick at a quarterback of a quarterback by any team. Oh, I I have a good answer for that. So do one. I. Yeah. Go ahead. My answer. Yes. Christian Ponder. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> I'll give you that there one. There we go. Um, okay, now let's see if we can get the show on track uh, about 30 minutes plus in before we make the big week 15 picks here. It's time for Spaghetti's rolling calls on WFAN. Matt Money Smith, you are the caller today. What's your name and what's your um, subject? Let's go Ben in a Bronx. Okay. Take never, it away, never a Eddie stat, Spaghetti. Never a Staten Island caller. You right. want to stay? All right, fine. I, I'd I'll love be, to take uh, one from the hometown. I'll be Stan from Staten Island. Stan from Staten Island. Stan from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, got time for some calls here. Uh, all right, we got Stan from my hometown, Staten Island. Stan, what's going on? I don't give a damn what your hometown is. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What's wrong with Staten Island? I hate it here. <laughs> I was born here. I was raised here. I've been trying to get out of here my whole life. I work at a dead-end job, and I'm calling you to distract me for the moment. All right, feel your pain. How in the hell am I going to afford to go to a Yankees game after they handed out $350 million to Garrett Cole? What a joke! Stan, wait, you want to go to games without Garrett Cole? You want to be playing? You want to you see your guys batting against Garrett Cole? That's what you want? Uh, you know, that's not what I want. You know what I want? I want affordable tickets for a family of four. $345 million? You kidding me? Go the on. guy doesn't even play every day. He plays every fifth day. What the hell? Stan, listen, take you and your family of four, go out in the bleachers, hang out with the creatures there. You got plenty of concessions. It's fun. You can move around. Concessions? What's all that? You know what those cost? Jeez. And now with Garrett Cole, they're going to cost twice. By the way, Tell me this. How does a guy who only plays every fifth day make that amount of money and make the Yankees better? When you're that good, you need an ace. You need an ace in the playoffs, especially with their injuries. Last year, the most amount of players on the injured list. So now this year, you have an extra starter. You have Severino as the two. Most teams don't have that luxury. It makes total sense. Severino's a two? He's yeah. a three at best. No, it's no shot. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the call. All right, thanks, Stan, from the hometown Okay, Saturday. this is, I'm Vic from Jamaica. Vic from Jamaica, Queens. Well, What's going I like on? It. Hey, Spaghetti, listen, what... Oh, I should be a woman again. I like it better when I'm a woman. <laughs> okay. Like, let, let, me be, uh, let me be Linda from Jamaica. Linda from Jamaica, Queens. Linda, what's going on? Hey, Spaghetti, are, they, are the Giants going to keep uh, Pat Shermer? You know what, Linda? So who could they get? Who's going to be out there in 2020 that they could uh, do better with? Linda, you got your pen and paper here. Write these names down. Uh, number one, Ron Rivera. It's a really good relationship with David <laughs> yeah. Gettleman. Uh, number two, I'd say uh, Matt Didn't Rule. Didn't he I'm, lose in a Super Bowl? When he, he did, was but you know what? One? He's right now. You, you, it's hard to find ten better coaches across the NFL than Ron Rivera. And I'll say this: from the college ranks, Matt Rule. I know he lost two big games to Oklahoma, but the way he rebuilt that that Baylor program after the you know the tragedy that took place there, he's a guy I think can come back in. Let it be known, he was under Tom Coughlin's staff years back with the Giants, so some familiarity there. The Giants are a tragedy. All right, let's. <laughs> I got uh, one more. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> uh, Ma- Maury in Ma- Montclair. Maury in Montclair. <laughs> Maury in Montclair. What's up? Montclair what? New Jersey. That's right. Yeah. Jersey forever, jerk. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I got something for you, Eddie. <laughs> What's up, Morgan? Can I get a refund on my Jets tickets for this bum calling in sick and going out bowling with his buddies? What is this crap that's going on from the Jets? This place stinks from top down. Maury, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It's, it, it's a shame to call in sick and then to go out bowling and not only be discreet, but wear orange leather pants so everyone can see you and then tweet about it today making fun of it. You know what? They brought in this guy in to change the offense. He hasn't done a single thing. I think it's one and done for Lev Bell. <laughs> I agree with that, by the way. <laughs> there we go. But where's Lev Bell going to be in 2020? I don't know. <laughs> but I know that it's time for the Week 15 Red Challenge Flag Picks. Red Challenge Flag, flag Picks. Ow! I think everybody behind Woo. the table has been lackluster. They were you great. You have a few more weeks to they go. They were great. <laughs> I'd like you to ramp your game up here as the playoffs are drawing nigh. All right, Matt Money Smith, we've been talking about it already. The... Houston Texans, it's the Tennessee Titans. Interesting, both with Houston roots, of course, the Houston Oilers became the Tennessee Oilers for one year in Tennessee Memphis, Oilers, Tennessee. Tennessee Oilers. Tennessee Oilers, number, whatever. Yeah, that was a weird year when they were the Oilers. That uh, They changed that misnomer, yeah. um, which would have, if they would have stuck with it, been up there with or down there with the Utah Jazz. By the way, what a the, shame that they didn't, because now Nashville has become a destination city. I mean, it is, it's gotta be, I would assume, in terms of growth, the number one growth tourist destination in the States over the last 10 years, that they didn't embrace the local culture and come up with a better name as instead of one that has no connection to the city of Nashville. When you yeah, they just the liked how it hit your ear. Tennessee right, Titans, the they wanted it to be for, for the, yeah, but right, in hindsight, do something outside the box, much like the Golden State Warriors or something like right. that, or the New England Patriots. They could have embraced the Music City moniker. Nash that would I mean, have been they could, cool. Yeah, that something Nashville. What know? would you think it would be? Putting me on a spot here. Um, the Nashville Highwaymen. Oh, nice. There you go. See, you got it. What do you think? I'm with you. Nashville Highwaymen. I'll take it. Or the or the hot chicken? No, I wouldn't do the hot chicken. <laughs> Although I, I'm not as big a fan of hot chicken as I am the other barbecue fare. That have you noticed that hot chicken I like it. is I just 29? It, but it's replaced everything in Los Angeles, at least, was pokey this and that right. about a year and a half ago. Now every other block is a hot chicken, hot chicken. joint opening up. Yeah, I'm well, who needs guy. it with Zaxby's? What's that? I said, who needs it with Zaxby's? There you go. Amen, Eddie talking. Spaghetti. You're a good company man. A great chill if there ever was one. Uh, what do you think is the next? Look into your crystal ball, Matt Money Smith, culinary expert. What is the next regional food stuff to make it big nationally? Jeez, I... Hot chicken. They went for pokey. Where did pokey start? Hawaii. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised the whole mixed plate thing never took off from Hawaii. You know, it kind of got a little bit of a start uh, maybe 15 years ago. And then those Hawaiian, whatever they were, the Hawaiian Ono grills or something like that that they tried to get to take off never caught on. I like a nice mixed plate, though. You know um, what they don't, they don't do enough with everybody. I think most places now, most metropolises at least, have a good kosher deli. Not enough of the Italian deli. You know, mm. I, I, I we have a real good one by us uh, down in down in the Seal Beach area. There, real good one on Main Street. Yeah, and there is a, there is a difference when you get to a good Italian. Where they got to slice the meat, and I know Jersey Mike's does that. They slice the meat right in front of you, but you know you got a good Italian. No, no, they're no, talking I mean, about the different salamis they got and what they're going to put. That's on. right. That's what I'm talking. I about. want I want a joint where you're doing it wrong if you go in there because every Italian meat ends with a vowel. But if you know what you're doing, you drop that vowel. You know, like, give me a good prosciutto. Prosciutto, yeah. You know? Well, that's an East Coast thing. Right. You know? Well, Eddie Spaghetti's good at that, right? Spaghetti? Yeah. Prosciutto, gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. You know, give exactly. me a good salam, you know? Exactly. Now I'm just getting hungry. Ah, oh, I could use a good donut. Remember when we had that donut here last week? That was delicious. Yeah. We're waiting, Zach. Nefarious Deeds by Eddie Spaghetti, by the way, on the edited video. <laughs> Nefarious <laughs> deeds by that man. He did see me later that day. And he I can was, imagine and he, he, he did. was embarrassed, but he ultimately laughed it off. Well, that's because he's a great guy. Yeah. Our but friend I think deep Hanson down, Hank. I think you cut him deep. I think you cut Hank deep <laughs> yeah. watching him jam that Pretty glazed sure. twist into his I'm, mouth with glazed flakes breaking off onto fair. his face. I'm pretty. It was, it was retweeted a lot, and I think Jane Slater retweeted it, which like set it off, and it has like over like eleven or twelve thousand views or something. Last I saw, so something I, happening with her Twitter account these days. I think so, but she's uh, in the news. I think uh, Hank. Well, 
All right, then. Hank was a little Careful with your Fitbit, everybody. Get a burner Fitbit. All right, here we go. Texans at Titans. You, by the way, did you see that? It's one of the best videos I've seen hit Twitter. Lane Kiffin's holding the baby. Yes. I can get you a burner phone. <laughs> hey, watch. Me and Lane going to be tight after this. Locals are trying to help out their uh, new head it. coach there. Lane's there. Um, all right, here we go. It's the Texans. It's the Titans in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a big one for both these teams. Matt Money Smith. <sighs> Titans. Um, I'll throw it for fun. Okay. I, I think that I, what I'm, uh, you know, I wish Derrick Henry all the best in terms of his health. We met with hey, him. That's a good projection. If you think he's not right, they're not winning that game. Well, there's something wonky going on with that hammy going in, and then he and then he tweaks it during the game, and now several days later, and he's saying the right things about that leg's going to have to be half the way off for me not to right. get out on the field. Um, but you know, it's a weird calculation that Vrabel's going to have to make at some point during this game. You would think if he if he's hobbled at all, if he is not going at a hundred percent. Deion Lewis is a fine backup, and you he still have Derek the Saints Henry. coming in. Then you still have to go to Texas and you uh, to play the Texans in Week 17. I'm going to say that Deshaun Watson, that we are being, by everybody saying, and you're not alone in this, I think most people are saying, well, the Titans are the better team right now based on what we saw the Texans do against those Broncos. I think that they took their foot off the gas. That's why they didn't look great in Week 14. I think Deshaun Watson and company, Deshaun Watson still an MVP candidate. Lamar Jackson's going to get it. But if Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson's it over these last three weeks, um, he can steal the division. He's the better quarterback ultimately. What do we always talk about in close games? Yeah, take the better give me quarterback. The better I don't QB. disagree with that. So I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. I just like what the Titans have done lately. They, they have an identity. Uh, they play solid football on both sides. Um, you know, like I said, good front, especially interior front. So, you know, maybe pressure straight up the middle with Simmons and... Um, ah, well, it's weird, too. Casey. Yeah, but you're also... Ta- yeah, Jarrell Casey. But the, uh, but the uh, you know, if Derrick Henry is right and ready to go, and That's I'm completely I mean. wrong about all that, they should be able to bang away all day long, give him 25, 30 carries. But again... Are you? Is that going to be your game plan? We don't know how his hammy is, but we got to feed this guy. It's a weird, yeah. weird math when you still have two more weeks and those games will still matter for something. Even if you lose this one, you can still get in the playoffs. It's an interesting decision that Vrabel and company are going to have to make. Moving on then, it's the Rams at the Cowboys. We saw this game in the playoffs last year. We saw it in the 70s several times. Um, the upstart Rams taking on America's team back then. Um, a lot of iconic matchups between these two teams, and uh, here comes another one. Rams scratching and clawing to get in. Cowboys tracking towards the playoffs in that bum NFC East. Matt Money Smith. I just you choose. choose. I know, but Why don't you, you know. Choose? I want to throw. All right. Rams, Cowboys. I choose the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Just last week. You, oh, you threw it? Go ahead, Matt Money. I was the only one that took the Bears last week, and or the Bills, and what did I say? I said, they haven't beat a good team. The Bills are a good team. The Bill, or the Bears. The Bears, who was it that beat them last week? Why am I? It was the Bears. It was the Bears. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I yeah. said, the Bears are a good team. Are they a great team? No, but they're a good team, and the Cowboys have not even beat a good team this year. So until they do that, I will take every good team to beat the Cowboys. The Rams are a good team. Are they a great team? And what Matt Money Smith makes you say that the Rams are good? Because in week 14, they beat the Seahawks, who count as a good team. And last week, you scoffed when I I said the Rams would beat the... What? You said something to the effect of, what? Why would you... The Rams over there, have you seen the way the Seahawks are playing? Completely agree. I said that. I said that. I own that. But you said the same thing about the Cowboys against the Bears. And I and look, it can, it's it's stupid to try to pretend like we know exactly what's going to happen when you have this much talent on the field. I know for, for the Rams and the Cowboys. I have just said I haven't seen them beat anyone good yet. For the Rams, yeah, they look like crud. They beat the heck out of the, the Cardinals, but the good teams they had faced ran roughshod over them. Uh, Goff had been terrible. And again, when you have that, we're watching it on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, 99. 
that was the key to that game. You know, the fact that he just wrecked Russell Wilson in that offense. Uh, also didn't help to have Rashad Penny go out that early. Um, but what I'm getting at is just show it to me. Cowboys, you knock off the Rams, I'll pick you the rest of the way. But until you do it, I'm not. I think the Cowboys stopped the bleeding at long last. I think they Wouldn't assert themselves me. as the best team in, in that bum division. And uh, I think they will eliminate. Yeah. Wait, so wait. Now I have to go back because if I'm right that the Cowboys win this game, then I have to amend our fresh takes pick of who gets into the playoffs. What a the hypocrite. Vikings still yeah. probably do get in. As what it turns a out. All right, let's get to then the next game. It's your AFC, I mean, it's your Sunday night football. It's a dandy. Two provincial football towns. A lot of fun going on. Am I choosing or is Eddie? You want Eddie Spaghetti to choose this one? Let's let Eddie Spaghetti choose this one. All right. Duck Hodges and company, playing host to Josh Allen's Bills, Eddie Spaghetti, well, choose. As much as you think uh, the Steelers are the best story, best feel-good story in the NFL, and I would like to see Duck Hodges continue this run and for your sake to win, uh, I just think that Josh Allen's going to come to town and get the job done. The Bills are kind of rolling right now. They're kind of rolling. I'm going to throw it. You're going to eat it, Spaghetti? I mean, um, buddy? I am. <clears throat> I am. Yeah, I like, uh, I know Josh Allen had a terrible week, but, you know, it's a tough game, and they were still in it. Still had a, a pretty solid throw to John Brown at the end of the game to get the win. Yes, uh, he did. Didn't come together, but um, we've seen him play great games. He is, um, I think, for the most part, over the last six, seven, been pretty darn good, especially what we're watching right now, using his legs. Um, and it's, I love the Duck Hodges story. I mean, they're great stories, right? But much like we saw with Gardner Minshew, sooner or later, you know, that, uh, that, that clock strikes midnight. I, and, uh, you know I agree with that. You know that NFL defense turns into a pumpkin. I absolutely believe that NFL defensive coordinators will eventually solve backup-level um, talents like the guys you mentioned, and including Duck Hodges. But Duck Hodges is not pushing the ball very much. He's taken a couple of shots downfield. And, yes, they don't have a lot. First of all, we're looking at uh, a pro-level throw that he made against the Cardinals on Sunday. <clears throat> the ball landed at his feet. He scooped it up and uh, threw a beauty. And the awareness to keep his eyes downfield with the game more or less on the line and make a big third down conversion yeah. against the Cardinals. Obviously, the Cardinals' defense is atrocious. The Bills might be, when it's all said and done, the best one in all the NFL. The Steelers' defense is no slouch. The difference here is a couple of things. One, they get we don't know yet for sure, but if Juju is back... All of a sudden now, Deontay Johnson and James Washington are not your primary targets. And with uh, with what they've revealed in the last month um, together, I think they suddenly are not completely bereft of any NFL-level talent, the, the Steelers. You know, we've, no, we've, we've assumed this just... position that how are they going to win? They, they can't score points. But if they have Juju and they have James Conner, all right, now we're getting closer to a place where it, it, it's not a complete garbage offense. And in the meantime... The Bills, Josh Allen has been very good, and this side of Lamar Jackson, I don't think there's a QB from the 2018 class I'd rather have over the next half dozen years. I don't think than Josh Allen. I like where he's tracking, but you saw what the Ravens did to that offensive line. It's a good offensive line, a fine offensive line from what the experts tell me in Buffalo. Wait a minute. You, what are your 2018 quarterback rankings? But I don't know. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. You're not putting Sam in there? Then Sam. Mm. Then Bake. Mm. By the way, how about Josh Rosen to the Patriots in 2020? That's a good story. Yeah. Tom Brady ain't going to be there. Uh, it's going to be Stidham, I think. Do you? I think they like um, Stidham. I, so, first of all, now you're plugging in some legitimate players onto the Steelers, into the Steelers' offense, and the Bills got got by the Ravens' pass rush. The Steelers' pass rush is far superior to what Baltimore brings. If you heat up, I mean, listen, I know people, the cynics are point. going to say... The cynics say, well, who they're feasting on teams like the Cardinals. They also happen to have beaten some, some other teams there. And, and it really doesn't matter when you have T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree and Cam Hayward and Javon Hargrave. And, you know, I'd you always hear this. Hargrave. this that's, point, that's just a nightmare to deal it with. It really is. Dudes. And, you know, you hear this all the time. Why did the Eagles beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl a couple of years ago? Because they could get to Brady without having to blitz. They did not have to devote an extra pass rusher to get into Brady. I don't think the Steelers against anybody 
need to do that. They can drop eight, and that is bad news. It was for Kyler Murray, and it will be bad news for Josh Allen. If they have eight guys back there yeah, with the playmakers right. they have, totally, totally where fair. their points come from over the course of 60 minutes, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I think you can maybe try Devin uh, Singletary and make some hay that way. I, you know, the idea, well, who, how the Steelers going to score points? How are the Bills going to score points? I think that's they should why. be about that's, three to two. So let's go through. Score. Let's go through the Steelers' last five: 17, 12, 21, 7, 16, 10, 20, 13, 23, 17. They're all low-scoring games. They're all one-score games, for the most part. And it comes down to which which team has that final possession, that one possession that ends up going for that extra three points or that extra seven. You know, I'm not making it. It's a convenient. Uh, comparison to make just because they're both rookies this year. They're both either a late round pick or an undrafted free agent. But like I said, I think the it's very reminiscent of Minshew where you get a game or two and you're like, yeah, but this duck hodges. Okay. All right. And then the shine kind of wears off a little bit. Oh, and you listen. remember it, it's it, now the difference of course is the Jags are a terrible team and the Steelers defense is exceptional. Um, so like you said, it's going to be hard to come by points, but if you're going to throw out, you know, the whole name soup thing, you've got great players on the Bills. White, Edmonds. I mean, like, those points are not going to be easy to come by no either doubt. against that team. No so doubt. It's well, it's going to be a tight game. Yep, I, I, I think that's exactly right. I hope it's cold. I hope Buffalo Bills fans make the journey in what is shaping up to be a special season for them despite the stumble against the Ravens. I hope That's this a team, Sunday nighter, right? Yep. I yeah. hope this team makes hay, and I hope uh, both towns enjoy this one. It's a lot of fun to have teams in the playoff mix this late. Steelers fans are familiar with that feeling. Bills fans, not as much. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, I... I'd be surprised if either team puts up, you know, mid-20s, puts up 24. There's no evidence to suggest either team. No, the, neither team allows big plays against them, not since Minka's arrived right. in Pittsburgh. Has either team really gotten smoked over the top? So, yeah, it's going to be scratch and claw all the way. And the key thing to circle is people always talk about turnovers, and it's a little lame, obviously. If you turn the other team over a lot, you're more likely to win. But the Steelers are seven out of their last eight. The one game they forced no turnovers against the Browns in Cleveland. They lost that one. Every other game, multiple turnovers forced. And Josh Allen, the way he sprays the ball around, the way that pass rush doesn't just get to the QB, the way they are constantly swiping at the ball. Josh Allen strip-sacked a week ago by Baltimore. I they, they do that. That's the difference in the game for you. And one more small thing. As I say, who cares if the Steelers fans are accustomed to it? The Steelers themselves with Mike Tomlin, a lot of big stage games for them, primetime lights and everything. Bill's not as much. I don't know how that's going to affect Sean McDermott's bunch, but I do know how the Steelers react in that situation. So that is perhaps a small edge. And one last thing, the Steelers are going in their all-black uniforms in which they are 5-0 and over the last three seasons. Why didn't you lead with that? If I had known <laughs> that, I would have changed my pick. And let's wrap it up with the little too hyped, in my opinion. I know it's... Uh, the most storied rivalry, kind of, or the longest rivalry. Oh, uh, you and your Steelers. The Bears and the Packers. Well, because they're not, they're, they're so not good the at the same time meaning? ever. You because and your Steeler history, and you can't argue with the, the best rivalry. It's the Steelers and the Ravens Well, because they're usually both good. Okay, so what? Well, so let them two... have their 200th matchup. Let them have the most all championships right, and second most. Why you got to crap all over and straight I like, out the gate? Because I'm excited for Seahawks-Niners. That's the best no, rivalry. That's not true. It's it's you feeling diminished by the history of this rivalry as a Steeler that. guy. No, the Steelers and Browns have played. They can all too. do That's great no things. That's no rivalry either. Celebrate all the rivalries. Hey, this one's uh, this one's dandy. I 200th remember. 200th game between these two. Aaron Rodgers to is that right? Number 200. Yeah, is this that is 200. Year? Okay, that's fun. The Aaron Rodgers <laughs> pass to Randall Cobb on the last possession, regular season possession. Um, what was that? Couple Four, years ago, five years yeah. ago, they played obviously 2011. NFC DJ Raji picks up, uh, picks off Caleb Haney. A lot of big memories here. The fridge scoring uh, his first touchdown against uh, uh, don't get the me started on, on the Monday Magic Night Man Football. Years. Oh, the Magic Man Mikowski, years. Yeah. Lynn Dickey. Oh yeah. See, that would have been a good use your noodle spaghetti. That would have been a good one. Name all the QBs that you can who have started a game in the Packers Bears rivalry. Ooh. That would have been good. Yeah. Lynn Dickey would have been one of them. Could have taken us a while, though. Steve also, Fuller. Yeah, punky QB. Did he ever play the Packers? Who started for both teams. Yes, exactly right. Can you name? Who Besides, started for both teams? Yeah. 
I was going to say Mike Tomzak. Mm. That, uh, that's exactly who I was about to say. He did. Right now, he wouldn't. Tomzak wouldn't have ever started a game. I don't think for the he Packers. Did. He, he did? did. I think he did. Yeah. Mark Brady over there, uh, big time Packers yeah, that was fan. A, a, he had to have because it's a, as soon as you said both, immediately my mind went Tomzak. So he had to have. And Jimmy Mack didn't. No. He never would have started no. for that team. Yeah, by then no, he was Eagles. a visor guy, yeah. Um, he was on the pack, Jim McMahon. Yeah, but I don't remember him starting. He got a Super Bowl ring, though. Yeah, he got a Super Bowl ring, exactly right. He was right. Uh, Brett Favre's backup, eh? All right. All right, here we go. Bears-Packers. To the here and now. Bears, Packers, Matt Money-Smith. <sighs> Choose. Packers. All right. We'll end it anaclimactically. Exactly. I'm with you on the Packers. Eddie Spaghetti's going to eat the flag as well. Money, it, take yeah. it away. Uh, I, I think it'll be closer than people think. You know, the, the offenses looked a lot better. Oh, there we go. Oh, what? We got one coming from the, uh, from the desk. Sure. Okay, come on in here, Sarah. Let's go. Here we go. That's not even my name. <laughs> 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 did you pick the Packers? I did. I picked the Packers. Nope. What do you mean no? That's, that, that, you, you can't you just say no. Nope. It's not an nope. explanation. Nope. Nope. This nope. is more like taking calls in L.A., huh, money? Nope. Kobe's the best. Why do you think that? Because he, he is, man. Because he's the best. Yeah. Nope. 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 Uh, why? Look, I, I think it's going to be closer than people think. I don't like the way Aaron Rodgers has been holding the ball too much lately. No, indeed. It's been an ugly. I think this is trending toward a nasty finish to his career where he's playing. I, I made the comparison earlier. I said, speaking of Kobe, it reminds me of Kobe's twilight with the Lakers where it's all hero ball. He's just holding on to that thing, trying to take that deep shot, be the hero. Oh, look, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback ever. Stuff, you know, the arm talent. Nobody can make those throws but Rodgers. Well, yeah, because no quarterback's holding on to the ball that long to try to get those routes to develop to take those shots. They're just getting the ball out and moving the chains. Um, so that could certainly get after That could bite him with this Bears pass rush, especially if Hicks comes back. I know he was close last week. So um, I was tempted to take the Bears. I just don't trust Mitch in this environment. Not against that secondary. No, not, and just, Aaron Rod- I completely hear you on what you're saying. I mean, they barely, you know, they survived the skins in Lambo one right. week ago. But again. I'm, te- I'm tempted. Wait, you're taking the pack? I'm taking the pack, and here's why. You took ba- the Steelers. Well, that, you took the again, Cowboys. I took the The te- reason that you don't believe in the Packers right now is based on what you saw last week. And the Bears have suddenly no, looked... No, based on what I saw against the Chargers, against the 49ers last week. You know, I mean, they, they don't look great. They don't look no, like a really good team. Look, I agree with you that they're 10-3 and three and they're sitting in that two spot right now. And yet you feel underwhelmed by them. But this is not, with all due respect to Phil Rivers, you know, I love uh, old man Rivers and, uh, and the Chargers, but... This is not that dynamic. The weak link of the Packers in 2019 is not Aaron Rodgers properly. He's not looked as good, and I do buy, whereas I don't think Phil Rivers suddenly emerges as, you know, even 2018, forget, you know, um, 2010 Phil Rivers. I think Aaron Rodgers, if the, li- if the liability of your team is Aaron Rodgers hasn't been as good as he's been over the last uh, decade or so, I'll take that shot. I don't mind that. Aaron Jones I'm running away. I'm not saying he's he terrible. Is. I'm just saying I think it's I think it sometimes is to their detriment. Well, you know what? And Khalil Mack. And you know what? I'll take the Bears. I'm changing. Yeah. All right, there comes in Chicago's own Matt Money Smith. That's not my name. <laughs> That's the highlight of the show. <laughs> That's not my name. If your name's not Tara, what is it? You said Sarah. Tara convinced me. I was, I was going Packers till Tara convinced me. I'll change When she my, said, I'll, that's not my name. <laughs> Tara. Hey, Spaghetti, put, uh, put Tara on the mic if you can. Because I want to ask you a question. I will change my pick to the Bears. And if I change You can't. It, I changed. Then the Bears so we have will a win different, this game. I believe we have picked opposite in all of these. You, have you took the, the Texans. You took the Cowboys. You I, took the no, Steelers. And you take the... Tara, you Come have on. to name three... Bears running backs that are not currently on the roster, one, or yeah, two, over. not named Ma- uh, Walter Payton. This is I mean, humiliating. I've been a fan Why of them forever, but it's over. I can't, no. Why would you do I that? I just have a lot of faith, man. I just have okay. a lot of faith. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Neil Anderson? 
Oh, yeah. see now, even well, further if humiliation. Put, if you put me on the you're spot, gonna, I can't you're just gonna it. start naming Ray. Curtis Enos, Raymond Harris. I'm vain, money. <laughs> I'm looking for an excuse to show off. You know, <laughs> I'm taking the Bears. Matt Suey. Okay. We are uh, opposite like Suey, on. We are right? opposite on every. Absolutely, I love, love Matt Suey. I love it. This is gonna be exciting for Great the Red Talon flag picks. Great stash. All right, let's wrap it up here. I promised money that we would get done in 45 minutes. Didn't happen. We went uh, 62. 62. All right, we'll look forward to. Uh, to see you, Matt Money Smith on the other side of Week 15. Enjoy All your right. Week 15. I hope your team wins unless they're playing my team. Then. Until next week, for Eddie Spaghetti, everybody behind the table, including Sarah and Tara and Mark Brady and Matt Money Smith. Thanks so much, football fans and Zaxby's. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.